We're bringing you now the latest pictures from the Lebanese capital, Beirut. There were protests late into the night outside the U.S. Embassy and more protests today. You can see there in those pictures the anger boiling over on the street. Security forces trying to contain the crowds using tear gas and water cannons to push people back. Anger boiling over in Lebanon. There were also protests yesterday outside the Israeli embassy in the Jordanian capital, Amman. Protests in Libya, protests in the Iranian capital, Tehran, outside the British and the French embassies. There is no Israeli or American embassy, of course, in the Iranian capital. But let's now focus on the situation in Lebanon because there has been heightened concern from the very beginning of this crisis that that could be a second front in this war. And there have been clashes along that border, the border of northern Israel with Lebanon, with Hezbollah militants allied to Iran firing rockets across the border, Israel firing into Lebanon. Let's bring in our Middle East uh, correspondent, Lina Sinjab. Lina, you have been following this very closely from the start. What has changed in the mood in Lebanon after last night's devastating explosion at the Al-Ali Hospital? Uh, you know, Lisa, as you mentioned, the tension has been uh, mounting since the start of the attack and since the start of the you know, 7 October incidents. Uh, but yesterday was completely different. Uh, everyone, many countries, including the US and France and other countries, have been you know, sending messages to Lebanon not to get involved in this war. But Iran was saying that you know, it, it, you know, other fronts could open at any moment. And the attack on the uh, hospital yesterday raised a lot of anger, not only in Lebanon, but in the Arab streets. Uh, as you mentioned, there were lots of protests marching towards the um, American embassy here in, in, in Beirut. Uh, just as, as I'm talking to you, a protest passing near uh, my home, I can see, uh, I saw flags of Hezbollah, flags of, uh, you know, the Palestinian, uh, the Palestinian flags were raising. People are angry. And the, a few minutes ago, also heard the foreign minister here, um, you know, in a meeting, in in in, um, in Saudi Arabia, saying that the situation, the escalation, uh, you know, reached a point where its consequences could spill over in the whole region in a you know in an uncontrollable way. Uh, Hezbollah this morning also said that there should be a response and that's not acceptable, condemning the attack on the hospital. Uh, the problem here, Elise, in this region and especially in Lebanon, with the presence of uh, Hezbollah and its hostility towards Israel. Everything is, it, it could happen at any moment, at any, um, you know, uh, lost control. Who has been with us in Beirut, reporting on the situation in the Lebanese capital, uh, which Lena, uh, I don't know if you can hear me or not. This is Mariam in the London studio. Um, I think we've lost Lise, but I want to continue talking to you, Lena, because, of course, we're seeing these incredible pictures of the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, the outside of the embassy, and just the reaction, the visceral reaction from so many, as you said, just after the news of that explosion came in. Uh, you talk about the issues that could potentially spill over. What could that spillover potentially look like, do you think? 
it's really unpredictable and it's really worrying. I mean, it's been worrying the past 10 days uh, because of, you know, people here, especially in Lebanon, remember very well the one month long war in 2006 that destroyed of the infrastructure in, in Lebanon. And this time, Israeli said that if Hezbollah would launch uh, an attack uh, against Israeli, um, you know, territories or involve in a war against Israel, it's going, the price is going to be very high. Many people have been really wary about this and, you know, expressed fear of uh, getting Lebanon involved. But the problem is the anger industry, the anger among youth, the protests that we're seeing everywhere in Beirut, as I was mentioning, it was just passing next to my home, uh, you know, a few minutes ago before with the Hezbollah flags and the Palestinian flags. It's really hard to control or, you know, expect what their reaction is going to be. The Iranians have been warning, Hezbollah warns, we don't know what and when, if and uh, if the end of action will be, and what is the response that is going to trigger. Everyone is calling for people to calm down and not to involve in war, but this is a region of the unpredictable, and after the anger of the, um, the hospital attack, things could go out of hand. Lena, it feels to me like the hospital attack was very much kind of a, a catalyst for these protests. It feels to me that even if tomorrow uh, we were presented irrefutable evidence of, you know, the, 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 the hospital explosion not being the fault of the Israelis, these protests would still happen. They'd still carry on. It feels this goes beyond that. It transcends what happened last night. The issue is... If, I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know if you can still hear me. But the issue here in the yes, Arab world... Yes, we can, world, Lena, we can. Yes, the issue in the Arab world and in the Arab street is that who can they believe? Who is going to provide the evidence? Is there an independent country who can investigate and provide the evidence? Now we're only hearing what the uh, Israeli government is saying and the Americans immediately backed uh, that narrative. Most people in the street here, uh, they express concern that the international media is just buying what the uh, uh, Israeli government and the American government is providing as uh, the narrative over the hospital um, incident. So, you know, uh, we have to wait and see, but they need independent institutions to verify who carried out the attack before making decisions on their responses. The history of this conflict and how it is seen in the Arab world that the whole international community, superpowers, are biased to the Israeli narrative. That's why there is lack of confidence, lack of trust uh, with the international community here in the streets of the Arab world, and especially in Lebanon. We're going to stay with these pictures, Lena, and I think we're going to stay with you. I want to ask you another thing. I've been reading about the U.S. warning Americans not to travel to Lebanon after the, these incidents in Beirut and the U.S. embassy. Uh, Lebanon itself, of course, has its own problems, its own economic strife, if, uh, an understatement, really. Uh, what kind of impact is all of this having on Lebanon itself as a, as a country, as a nation, to see scenes like this in its capital? It is really concerned, uh, raising concerns among the Lebanese. I've been having calls from friends, from relatives. Everyone is reassessing whether to stay uh, or to leave. We've heard some reports that you know some of the dipl diplomatic missions here called on non-permanent residents to leave the country, and that's all uh, signs of. Uh, 
concerns uh, for the coming days and, 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 and weeks probably. And this is a country that is already uh, suffering immensely from economic collapse and you know financial crisis and lying in poverty. But this is also a situation that is fueling a lot of anger that people are forgetting about their economic issues and thinking about what they see as injustice in treating the Palestinians. And this is a country that has like a core support for the Palestinian cause for the Palestinian civilians, basically. And seeing these images of the hospital coming out, people forget about their own their own pain and their own worry. And they want to see justice. They want to see a fair, um, you know, uh, outcome for, for this situation. As you were discussing before, that we have to wait for an investigation to see who carried out this attack on the hospital. But for people in Lebanon and in the Arab world, they need transparency. They need to know that there is an independent uh, institution or a country to carry out the investigation and not the United States backing uh, the Israeli narrative on this situation. And Lena, as we see these incredible pictures of uh, the uh, U.S. Embassy in Beirut and protesters outside it, uh, I just wanted to ask you, I've been reading also about the fact that it's not just the U.S. Embassy that has been uh, targeted by protests. Protesters also broke out in the, at the French Embassy as well. Uh, well, the anger is targeted towards all the countries that are, uh, are seen here in the streets as, as biased to, to Israel. I mean, the uh, French government even banned protests that are pro-Palestinian, and this is unprecedented in a democratic country that supports freedom of speech. So imagine the reflection of uh, these kind of decisions and these kind of stances here in the Arab world when they see fellow, uh, you know, Palestinians that they support and they feel uh, full-heartedly to their agony. Uh, they've been attacked and, you know, the whole world is still supporting an Israeli uh, um, narrative and Israeli stance. Don't forget that, you know, people follow closely what happens happens around the world. And they've seen the stance of the US, the EU and other governments to Russia's uh, committing similar uh, attacks on Ukraine, while there it was condemned, but here it is declared as self-defense. And that's only fueling anger and feeling among the Arab street that the whole world don't care about this part of the world and don't care about providing real justice, real human rights and defending uh, these values that, uh, you know, superpowers and world, first world countries, uh, you know, uh, keep uh, promoting but not applying in this part of the world. Lena, thank you so much for that. Lena Sinjab, it's really good to get your voice on uh, talking about what's happening in Beirut, giving us context and analysis, because, of course, as we leave you, uh, we were seeing just a second ago those pictures of protests in Beirut. Um, we have the French and the Americans warning their citizens not to travel to Lebanon, to Beirut, because of those protests happening. Well, as you know, demonstrations in support of the Palestinian people have been organised, as we saw, by Hezbollah. Now, it's a group which supports Hamas. Our correspondent, Hugo Bachega, was at one of those protests. He sent me this update. This protest has been organised by Hezbollah uh, in response to the hospital explosion in Gaza yesterday. And we're here uh, near the women's section of the protest uh, next to the stage where thousands of men 
uh, behind this section. Uh, lots of people here carrying the Palestinian flag, also the uh, yellow and green flag of Hezbollah. Now, this protest is happening uh, also uh, on the day that U.S. President Joe Biden is visiting Israel in a demonstration of American support uh, Israel. So there is a very strong anti-American and anti-Israeli sentiment here. Now, uh, of course, in Lebanon, a lot of people want to know what Hezbollah is going to do if this country is going to be dragged into this conflict. We've seen that uh, in the last few days, uh, violence along the Lebanese-Israeli border has intensified. Today, there was more exchange of fire between uh, militants here in Lebanon and the Israeli army. So lots of people are paying attention to what Hezbollah and also its main supporter, Iran, will decide to do that's Hugo Bachega there. I want to just take you to Beirut and just to show you these latest pictures, these live pictures coming into us. Uh, we're not entirely sure where these are, but you can see tear gas being uh, exploding at the feet of these protesters. Uh, we know that protests have been happening outside the US embassy, outside the French embassy. Uh, flags are being waved, Palestinian flags. And a little earlier, Lena Sinjab, our correspondent there, talked about Hezbollah flags as well. Uh, we are going to leave you with these pictures of what's happening in Beirut. I'm back in a few minutes' time with more on BBC News. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on the BBC.